formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. This week, we want to discuss why we host family nights. Uh, I thought it'd be timely. We've, we've had a number of family nights over mm-hmm. the course of the summer. Uh, it's something we've always done. We plan to continue to do. Uh, but I thought it'd be good, especially as we have one even coming up, that we talk a little bit about what they are and why they're important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because <clears throat> it might be one of those things that, that people are like, well, I've, I enjoy church on Sunday, or yeah. maybe I've got my formation group. I'm not sure that I need. This is, I would say this is distinct from other meetups that are very much like, if you want to go, go, and if you don't, don't. This sure. is something that we would really ask the entire church to prioritize being at. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll just hit on a couple of reasons why we do this. The first is it really provides us a space for unhurried time together. You know, we even like we have a connection time on Sunday morning, um, which is great. And I've been really encouraged by how faithful people are to come early and hang out and have coffee and talk for the Mm -hmm. most part. Not everybody can, but many can. Um, But by and large, it's still like we come in, we have the service and we leave. And especially for people like you and I, or for people who are serving on Sunday, where there's an actual task involved, we don't have a ton of time and mind share. I have virtually none. You have mm-hmm. virtually none on Sundays yeah. to like sit and have any kind of focused time. And this really is a way for us all to have some unhurried space yeah, to be absolutely. together, which I think is good. What, what's another reason? Yeah, I think uh, they provide opportunity for new relationships. And so I think that... Uh, it just gives you an opportunity to interact with people you might not normally. Mm-hmm. I think especially on Sunday mornings, because even if you give yourself the full time to come hang out and chat and grab a cup of coffee, I still think um, it's unlikely you're going to get into much deep conversation or anything yeah. like that. And so this just gives you, uh, because it's unhurried, it gives you the opportunity to like sit down to someone you've only like, you know, shared the like raised eyebrows with on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning or something like that and actually get to know like, what do they do and what is their story and that kind of thing? Cause there's plenty of time for that. Yeah. And historically, I mean, we've seen family nights in particular be a first step that people have taken to build Absolutely. what have become very significant relationships in their lives. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, the most recent one that we had or maybe two ago, like we had people visit for the very first time and then they yeah, attended that family right. night and then now they're a part of our church. Yeah. So it is a huge thing, uh, especially for new people because it's more likely you're going to be willing to show up to a park when you know the whole church is going quote unquote yeah. versus like someone's home for a movie night that yeah. you haven't even like shaken hands with. Yeah. And this gives them the opportunity to do that. Yep. That's great. And then I think on that point, a third reason would be that it really does provide a connection opportunity for new people to formation. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I just, I don't think that anyone, anyone who has lost sight of how awkward and difficult it is to try to find a new church Mm -hmm. has my permission to take a week off and go visit another church in the Valley. It's a terrible experience. Like not not, how you break in. Yeah. It's not, not even terrible because like every church is inherently unwelcoming, but it's just like, you don't know anybody Mm -hmm. and you don't know like 
I, you know, I spoke at a, we went together, I spoke at another mm -hmm. church in the Valley a couple of months ago. And even that was like, do we stand? Do we sit? The service oh, yeah. order was totally different. Like, I was going to cite that as well. Like those, uh, I hadn't done that for uh -huh. a while. Yeah. Um, probably since pre COVID and doing it again, it's just it's so not fun. awkward. Yeah, and, it's and not even fun. if, I mean, there's times with my XP, I've visited churches I support, they're paying me to be there and I feel uncomfortable even though I'm supposed to be, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, uh, it's my responsibility to do what I'm doing and I still don't love it. So, yeah. yeah so this, sure. this is an opportunity for people who have had the courage to step out and into a new church for mm -hmm. them to really come and to get connected to, uh, a, to a group of people that they don't have relationship with. We just take it for granted. Even if you have one or two people you feel comfortable with in our church, that is one or two more people than any new person has. Sure. And so for them to be able to have uh, that kind of safe, unhurried space to be able to get to know some people, we just think is major, majorly beneficial. Absolutely. So in, in, in these, um, on average, we do them every month, particularly in the summer-ish. Yeah. And then... We may have found a space that will work uh, to do them a little bit when it's longer. Cold. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that'll happen. But regardless, this will be at very least in the summer times, something yeah. that we continue to do as weather allows. So we have a couple of asks that we want to hit on with this. And the yeah. first one I'll kick us off is just that people would really prioritize them. Yeah. You know, like I, I think one of the mantras that I think is very important for us to internalize as a community is it's not about you. Yep. <laughs> so you might have, and I don't, I don't mean that in like a, like a mean kind no, of yeah, way, yeah. but just like, that's a necessary reminder. When Jesus talked about, I didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. Sure. Another way to say that would be like, it was, he, he was saying, it's not about me. It's about all of you. Yeah. So to have a Jesus-y attitude means that we don't live in a way that is about us. And so you might already have friends, you might already have a formation group, you might already know people and feel yeah. comfortable and feel like, eh, it's hot, I don't really want to go deal with this. Sure. Like, um, be honest. What if they're serving, I'm not into. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. ditto. I get that the last one was hot as Hades. Mm -hmm. So, not my fave, for sure, but yeah. was a really important and meaningful time, to your point, that, you know, Brand new people got to build some relationships. Existing people got to build some new relationships with one another, and we really got to be together. And so I would encourage everyone to really prioritize these times. They're on the events page. We announce them for weeks, and they don't. They shouldn't ever sneak up and surprise anybody. Yeah. And so I would just really encourage your presence at them is essential and necessary to the experience that everyone then has. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that another reason for prioritizing them is uh, it also honors uh, the work of all of the people who have totally. put in. If you have never been on like the family night team, top, talk to Kenzie. She's always putting one of those together. Um, if you're willing to serve in that area and she hasn't necessarily asked you, you're probably on the list and you're just not at the top. So mm -hmm. you can move yourself to the top. Uh, but every family night has somewhere between 35 and 40 hours of like man or like labor hours, mm -hmm. I guess yeah. is the best way to say yeah. it, put into like executing it, planning it, collecting all the items, setting them up, tearing them down, cleaning them off, all of that kind of stuff. That's a ton. And so it's not, 
no one on those teams is just like looking for something else to do, yeah. but they view the value in like serving our church family to create that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And so prioritizing them just recognizes like, I know that a lot of work has gone into this, so mm-hmm. I'm going to like spend my two hours at the park this, this Sunday mm-hmm. evening. Yep. That's great. I think on that note, then a second ask would be mm-hmm. that people would register for them, yep. which is obviously we, we rarely outside of, the Sunday morning service. We rarely have any event that we don't ask people to register for. Yeah. It's crazy easy to register. It's not like a big cumbersome pain, but it just helps us, especially on this front when it comes to we're we're providing all of the food with the exception of dessert. We have to know how much to have and we can't do that if people don't register. Yeah. And just to speak to the people, every once in a while I come across someone who just feels like, you know what? I just want that. Like, you know, anyone can show up, anyone can come kind of thing. And the problem is that sort of clashes with being a good steward on mm-hmm. some of this. And so uh, as I've shared and we've all laughed about many times, my proclivity is to way overbuy. Mm-hmm. But Kenzie and I have worked very hard to like not uh, invest resources. And I know that some people even like love how much they get to go home with. And even this most recent time, everyone was like, there was quite a bit less. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. Right. Um, and it's because we're like, not trying to feed the whole church for a week. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that, the point is not the leftovers. Yeah. Um, and I love when there are them and we bring the containers and all of that. But all that to say, like, we're not trying to be heavy handed. We're not mm-hmm. trying to be like, if you don't register, you can't show up. But right. it, like, we are like, genuinely asking how much of this and that will you eat? And you could put 15 burgers Mm -hmm. and I will buy them, but please then eat them. And I just think that that, that registration just again, like recognizes there's a lot of things taking place that you have no idea about. And so I think my kind of rule of thumb is like when all I am is a participant, instead of playing a role, I'm just going to do it the way they ask, because there's probably things happening I'm unaware of that can really establish like, help to those who are going to like be serving me all night long. Yep. That's great. Yep. I would say a a third ask would be, uh, I think that these are a great opportunity for you to invite friends or family members, you know, like some, some people may not, the old adage is like the, there was, apparently there was a point in time in which research showed that something like 80% of people, if they were invited by a friend to attend a church service would come. Yeah. My pushback has always been, I believe 80% say yes and a very small percentage of those people actually totally. come. And so I don't, I, I don't think that that like not everybody is really ready for that step. And I yeah. think one of the great hurdles to people wanting to come and to visit a church is the presuppositions that they have about what the people are like, totally. which is sadly fair in a lot of instances. Yeah. But I think what an opportunity like family night provides is for a friend or a family member to be able to come and to hang out and to see like, like nothing, nothing was sacrificed. No, yeah. no one forced me to do it. Like we just shared a meal. You'll see that most of these people are just like me and it might uh, break down some of the barriers that people might have to actually coming and attending a service. Yeah, absolutely. I think the last one then is meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I typically, just because I'm putting things on or cooking or mm-hmm. whatever it is that I'm doing, I eat towards the end. Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, you like, I think every, everyone does this to a different extent, unless you're like the very first person to take your plate, Yeah, but you like get done and you look and hear all these people at all these tables. And every time I get these like flashbacks to like grade school yeah. where you could like choose where to sit within reason. And I would just say like, if you're here and you feel like you've got something still in the tank, mm-hmm. by all means, like 
pick a group that like you may not naturally have sat with because Mm -hmm. that's what continues to build more relationships. And I totally get those times when you just feel like I've had a really long week Mm -hmm. or I'm really stressed out. And so by all means, still come. You you have to eat anyway. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a nice park, all of that. So come, you know, connect with the people that you're really comfortable with, but there are going to be those of us who have, you know, a little bit more to like get to know someone a little bit more in the tank. And so I think that that's a really important part of this as well. To really prioritize Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's good. Well, you can always find out about uh, the next upcoming family night on the church center app. So make sure that you pay attention to that and uh, please prioritize being there with us. Well, as always, thanks for listening to this edition of The Weekly. And again, if there is something that we do that you'd like to better understand the why behind, just send us that question at info at formationslc.com. Until next week, we love you, we're praying for you, and we'll see you this Sunday.